Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends. It's the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I am Silouan. It's great to be with you today on this Friday, kicking us off into the weekend. I'm going to be with family, having some fun outside. Hopefully you will be doing something similar with somebody you love or care about outside, enjoying all those things that are free yet priceless. And getting ready for this weekend, I wanted to talk a little bit about how do you find faith in a time of crisis? One might say, how do you find love in a time of crisis? How do you find peace? How do you keep your head straight? Man, the last year and a half especially, it's been so easy to get distracted by the bad things, by the things you're afraid of, by the things you don't agree with, by the things that you worry are going to happen. Heck, I talk about it a lot on the Pilgrim's Odyssey. You got to face it. You got to be truthful about it. You can't act like it doesn't exist, but you do not want it to rule your life, to overwhelm you. Even when we are vulnerable in a time of crisis, how do we keep our peace? How do we avoid falling victim to our desire to judge others, to blame others. Because, man, you start pointing your finger too much, you can get filled with anger. You can get filled with hate. Heck, you might just become the person that you're angry at. And more importantly, when we're in the middle of that storm, how do we understand and practice our faith? What do we do when our faith is tested? What do we do when we're looking for peace and we don't find it? And human nature is to blame God because we like pointing fingers. We like laying blame. One of the greatest, I'll call him spokesman for God in our times in a time of crisis, would have to be the great pastor Dietrich Bonhoeffer, martyred by the Nazis in World War II for standing for his beliefs. This is the kind of thing he talked about a lot, that being a Christian isn't easy that living by and following our faith isn't easy, but it is in fact what is demanded of us if we will find peace, if we will truly follow God. So I want to share some words with you today from the great Dietrich Bonhoeffer that I think will help you strengthen and increase your faith, especially when it's a time of crisis, when the world seems to be falling apart, when you find yourself getting filled with anger, When you want to lash out, you want to judge others, you want to point fingers. So let me start with this. In a world where success is the measure and justification of all things, the figure of him who was sentenced and crucified remains a stranger and is at best the object of pity. The figure of the crucified invalidates all thought that takes success for its standards. See, one thing we always got to fight, even when there's not a crisis, is that our value, our place in the world, our happiness, our peace is based upon worldly success. 
And that is what makes something like the last year and a half dangerous for us. Because it might not necessarily be an existential threat to us, but it's the kind of threat that we feel like our lives being taken away and all these worldly things that we judge ourselves by are harder to pursue. Money, adulation from people. And it's easy to get so caught up in what we're losing that we lose sight of the fact that is not how God measures success. A God that would crucify his son on the cross for us is not a God who measures success by how much money you have in the bank. Yet, when everything's falling apart, that's what we worry about. The money in the bank, our house, our job, all those things. And when we allow ourselves to do it in a small way, we become part of the crowd that crucified Jesus. We become part of the crowd that measures success by worldly things. And you must remember that to keep from falling victim to it. And then why is that so important to remember? Bonhoeffer continues this passage I have. Christianity preaches the infinite worth of that which is seemingly worthless and the infinite worthlessness of that which is seemingly so valued. Our pride and our greed will send us to hell. The rich man was told, get rid of everything and then you might find God. And the Beatitudes, which you talked about just a few weeks ago, what does God value? The poor in heart. The things that the world finds worthless are the things that God values. When we humble ourselves, when we get down on our knees, when we feel destroyed and we know we need God, my goodness, that's what he values. But when we're full of pride, when everything's going good, when we got a bunch of money in the bank, very little value to God. In a strange way, when times are tough, it might in fact be the easiest time to find God and to follow him. And then one last thing from the great Dietrich Bonhoeffer. The first service one owes to others in a community involves listening to them. Listening. It's not what you say, it's listening. Just as our love of God begins with listening to God's word, the beginning of love for others is learning to listen to them. God's love for us is shown by the fact that God not only gives God's word, but also lends us God's ear. We do God's work for our brothers and sisters when we learn to listen to them. Let me repeat that. We do God's work for our brothers and sisters when we learn to listen to them. You might remember an old story I told about my wife and I meeting this woman in a Starbucks near where we used to live in Indianapolis. And she would be there every day in a rocking chair knitting. My wife got to know her. Turned out she volunteered in a local children's hospital, rocking babies whose mothers were in prison or couldn't be there, giving them human love. And then every day after her shift, she'd come to the Starbucks. And my wife was talking to her and asked her, what do you do for those babies? And she said, I pray for them. At the time, my wife was a young mother, wanted to know what that meant. How do you pray for these babies? And the woman looked at her and said, it's not what I say. I listen to them. I hold them. No, these are babies that can't speak. Yet they could tell she was listening to them. She was paying attention to them. 
That's the same thing the Bonhoeffer is saying. If you want to pray for somebody, if you want to show them grace, if you want to show them God, just be silent. Just listen. Give them your full attention. You know, the thing I notice in my marriage, we get so busy. I get so distracted. Man, I'm horrible at it. My mind can go a million directions at once, and I can think about a million things. And I'm sitting in front of the woman I love more than anything in this world. And I can't stop my mind sometimes. I can't help but look at the phone and check on something. And she's talking to me. And it doesn't matter in that moment what I say or what I do. It's going to be unsettled. But if I can just be still and truly listen, look her in the eye, put all other distractions aside. It's amazing how no matter how tense or tough the situation is or the argument what we might be having, that the listening helps de-escalate it. Bonhoeffer, as I just quoted there, he found listening so important. He said it, that is how we begin our love of others. Now, you can't listen if you're not still. You can't listen if you're not slowing down. You can't listen if you got your head in your phone. In a world that measures success by worldly things, not godly things. Following a God that measures success, not with worldly things, but with things that most people don't value. If you're going to go down and continue on that path when times are good and when times are bad, it begins by slowing down, being able to focus, being able to listen. Find someone to be with this weekend. Don't be alone and tell yourself you're going to spend some moments with them and you're just going to listen. You're going to be focused on them. You're going to tune out distractions. You're going to tune out your own words. You're going to keep your mouth shut and you're just going to listen and you're going to be there. And I'm telling you, the impact will be visible. They will feel it because you're truly loving them. And when you truly love them, you give them a hand, you give them an avenue, you give them direction towards God. Because that's how we start to love God. We listen for God. God listens for us. So in a world full of crisis, my friends, follow the words of Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Listen. And until next time, which will be Monday, I hope you take the time this weekend to listen and listen deeply to somebody or more than somebody maybe a couple people. And when you do, you will help them aim high. You will help them spread their wings and you will help them keep their eyes on the things that matter. And in doing so, you will be able to do the same. You will soar on silence, lifted up with love and understanding and relationship and community, no matter what is happening in the world around us. So until Monday, tell your friends, share the Pilgrim's Odyssey podcast, tune them in, make it part of your daily routine. And if you do that and you listen really well, maybe on Monday we'll both find a little bit more. Peace. You've been listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, 
please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.